And great day to you once again in the blog podcast sphere out there. We do appreciate you for taking just a little bit of your time to tune in to this edition of Focus on Fertility. I am your host, Dale Bader, and today we're going to be talking about, well, really the topic of fertility screening. And in many cases, we've talked about it in the past before with the doctors and the experts, but you've always had to go to the doctor's office to get that fertility screening done. And today we're going to learn about a new option that may make it even easier and more convenient for you. Joining me today on the hotline is Carly and Afton, the co-founders of Modern Fertility. Carly, Afton, welcome to Focus on Fertility. Thank you so much for having us. Hello. So give us a little introduction. What is Modern Fertility? Yeah, great, great question and great place to start. So Modern Fertility is a women's health company focused on giving fertility information to women earlier in their lives. So we, uh, in a nutshell, take those same tests that are done in an infertility clinic, typically when a female or a couple is having trouble getting pregnant, and we take them out of the clinic and make them available to women earlier in life. So the company was really founded um, out of the, the realization that we have so much of our lives focused on preventing pregnancy, but don't have as much time spent planning for it. And so Modern Fertility hopes to, to close that fertility information gap and just make this information available to women earlier in a really easy-to-access format so that they can make the decisions that are right for them. So this first question I have is what motivated you to, both of you, to start Modern Fertility and head down this road with regards to fertility screening? Yeah, great, great question. So my introduction to the infertility space, this is, this is Afton, um, was actually back when I worked in healthcare private equity. So we were investing in a network of IVF clinics and laboratories, and I was learning the business, I was learning the science, uh, but it was really the emotional aspect that stuck with me. I was just talking to women uh, that were, were going through IVF or just going to their doctor to find out more information, and uh, there were women that I talked to that, you know, no one had ever told them that fertility declined with age or that, you know, IVF might not work for, for every single person all of the time. And it was uh, those discussions, really, that, that stuck with me over the years. And so I, I left private equity, moved out to Silicon Valley, and worked at a, a variety of, of companies, uh, most recently 23andMe, uh, the direct-to-consumer genetic testing company. But uh, women's health and, and fertility, it, it just always... Um, you know, held a, a, a special place in my, my mind and, and heart. And uh, when I was working uh, back in, in private equity, I had learned about uh, this kind of fertility hormone baseline testing. And I knew that I wanted to have kids uh, a little bit later in life and was really hoping to, um, you know, get this testing done uh, so that I can have more information uh, to make the decisions that were right for me. And so I tried to get the testing done, and it was really hard. <laughs> At first, my OBGYN said no, and I had to go to a fertility clinic uh, to get it done, which, you know, I, I kept putting off. Uh, but then when I finally went to the clinic, I, I got the testing done, um, but, you know, had to, to go into a facility that took some more time. Um, and then because, uh, you know, I, I, my insurance policy 
didn't cover um, anything for, for infertility, um, you know, not to, not to mention fertility, I wasn't actively trying to conceive, uh, I got a bill in the mail a few weeks later for $1,500. And I think the, the whole part of, of that experience was, you know, when I actually sat down and had a discussion about my hormone levels and those results, it was just, it was so impactful. And I was pretty open about my experience. So I had, you know, friends, friends of friends, and then eventually, you know, hundreds of women that were either, you know, planning on having kids in the distant future or were, were starting to try now and just wanted more information about what was going on in their body asked me how they could get the testing done too. And Modern Fertility was really founded as a, a fertility information company to, to just give women more resources on what was going on in their bodies. Uh, we know that there's better predictors of, of future fertility than, than just age, and uh, we started Modern Fertility to, to give all of that information to, to women. And I guess uh, I, I knew um, that, you know, that, that science um, had to become more accessible, but that we really needed to do it in a way that met women where they were and you know, we, we talk about our voice as, you know, your, your OBGYN that, that happens to be your, your best friend. And so uh, I was introduced to Carly and what we referred to as the most epic introductory email of, of all time. <laughs> it was epic. <laughs> Carly, do you want to talk about, yeah. yeah your... so, so unlike Aston, who is very steeped in the fertility space, I was absolutely a woman who didn't think she needed to be bothered with fertility information. I was focused on my career. At the time, I was working at Uber. had been at Google for a few years before that, building products and brands that were doing, were doing really cool things in the world. And when I met Afton, we started talking about this fertility information gap. And the more I started learning about fertility science, the more I realized I did not know. And I, I couldn't believe there was this there was this sort of missing link. I'm a planner at heart. I plan things. I plan my finances. I plan trips. I I, I plan out my career. Why was this thing any anything different? So after that, I put our heads together, and and we really were sure that this is there was no better use for for our time and our and our skill sets to come together to try to start a dialogue much earlier. And I I actually have a rule where I I try to think about. How would I have, have talked to my, my previous self who didn't think she needed to be bothered with this information about, about really the importance of being proactive about fertility much earlier in life? We've had the pleasure of having a couple professionals on Focus on Fertility over the last several months, uh, one being a medical director with our sponsor clinic, MCR Fertility, who has a strong support for fertility screening. And... He's really on board about trying to get the OBGYNs to pick up on this as individuals go through their well woman visits and such. But unfortunately, that seems to be hitting an obstacle. And it kind of sounded like uh, Afton, you kind of hit that same roadblock when you were talking to your OBGYN. And luckily, last week's episode, if you haven't had a chance to tune in, when we talked with Dr. Nelson, he's an OBGYN in Tulsa and he's very big and supportive of individuals finding out their screening. So at least some are picking up, but this is great because now, as we know, statistically, people are waiting later and later to have that first child. And every time you flip on the, the news or look on the web, you see some big star that's 40-something, maybe 50-something having a child. 
But in reality, the, the biological clock continues to tick, and it's important to know where your body is in relationship to your own biological clock. And to do that, you have to be screened and, and, and do it in a proper way. And I think this is an exciting uh, adventure forward. Thank you. Carly and I are just looking at each other and, and nodding. I mean, that's the exact mantra and, and what we we talk about every day is, you know, how can we get this information into the hands of women earlier? And I think that there are some OBGYNs that, that really are an advocate for this type of testing, but there really is just, there, there's more education that needs to happen, and we're excited to, to be a part of that. So how long of a process did you have to go through to help get this testing developed? And do you guys do the blood work testing yourselves or do you have a partner laboratory? Is that how that works? Yeah, great question. So uh, what we started out uh, working with Quest Diagnostics and and 47 States, we really just wanted to get this information to to women. Um, And we we also work with board certified physicians in those 47 States. So if a a woman doesn't have a a physician, she can, you know, work with us uh, through our website to to get a test ordered. And so uh, what was really important to us from the start is that we wanted to make getting this information as easy as possible. So minimally invasive testing has been around for about 60 years, but it's just, it's never been applied to women's health. And uh, we, we, this was, was baffling to us, but, you know, in thinking about it more, the type, the women that were typically getting this type of testing done were women that were having issues and going to infertility clinics. And the number of women just on a a population level that were pursuing this type of testing was fairly low. And so we, the the business model behind what we're doing is really opening up this type of testing to half the population and uh, recommending that that they do it, you know, the same way that clinics recommend every every nine to, to 12 months or you know, a little bit sooner or later, depending on your age, uh, so that you can understand how your fertility is tracking over time. And so as a company, um, we, we saw this validation data, but we decided to run a clinical study showing that uh, taking a traditional blood sample via venipuncture uh, produced the same results as a finger prick. And we have submitted that study for, for publication. Uh, we'll be at the American Society for Reproductive Medicine this year. And we're just really excited about taking all of the, the science, doing the, the research, and then you know, publishing our findings so that we can share uh, you know, this, this step forward and, and making this type of testing more accessible. And what is included in the test? Uh, is Are we looking at only the uh, AMH values, or are you looking at a, at a panel of, of different hormones? Great question. So we allow women to do a simple survey on our site, and we test for different types of hormones dependent on the type of birth control, if any, that a woman is taking. So we test for anti-malarian hormones, AMH, follicle-stimulating hormone, FSH, estradiol, luteinizing hormone, uh, prolactin, testosterone, thyroid, and free thyroxine. And it really, uh, we report on uh, age and result-specific information on each hormone and help women understand just just where they they are and and what they can do next. And so we we want birth control. Uh, We we collect that information, and we use that to customize the type of 
testing that we're doing, you know, now and, and in the future, uh, because birth control does mask some of these hormones, but not others. That's pretty uh, impressive that you can test all that just with a, a, a finger stick. I know uh, when my wife and I went through infertility over a decade ago, I, I can just remember the vials of blood that uh, as we went through our fertility journey, she had to give. And just to be able to do it with a finger stick, uh, if you go through the fertility journey as it is, you're going to be stuck enough times that, that to minimize the sticks is pretty nice. Yeah, you know, we it was something that we had to work really, really hard on. Um, and we really tried to assemble, you know, the the best and brightest uh, doctors from, from all across the, the U.S. to help us get there. So on the minimally invasive testing side, we, we have um, a, a medical advisory board. Uh, but what's interesting for our company is it, it's really interdisciplinary. So we have Dr. Robert Lau, who was a medical director at Roche Diagnostics, uh, the big diagnostic testing company that helped bring you know, seven diagnostic tests through the FDA. And so working with him and, and just understanding, you know, the, the level of, of, of detail um, and how to run these studies. It, it was uh, truly a, a collaborative uh, collaborative process with just a, a lot of, of very, you know, smart industry-leading physicians. And, and we're super grateful that, that we had that support and that now we have this uh, easy, validated test that we can make available to more women. All right. So I know out there right now we have listeners that are probably wanting to know, how do I go about this? So what's the process for the individuals that at this point are saying, uh, I like the, the thought of just a, a little th- finger stick? Sure. So you head to modernfertility.com to order a test. You can either choose to test at home or to swing by a local quest diagnostics. Once your sample is analyzed in the lab, you'll get access to our physician-reviewed fertility hormone reports, and you also have the option to check in one-on-one with a fertility nurse if you'd like to get your questions answered. Um, Other women prefer to join our weekly webinar that we fondly refer to as an eggnar, and you also get an invitation to our our modern women community uh, where you can can talk to women uh, about fertility and, and other women's health uh, issues. Yeah, and the important thing to note with all of our results is that, you know, we don't provide medical a medical diagnosis. Fertility hormone testing is one part of the equation uh, of, of how women should be thinking about their overall fertility. And so we provide that education, but we're also you know, in support and encourage every woman to take her results to her doctor and, and use those results to, to have a more informed conversation with her doctor about her, her fertility and broader timeline. So we uh, consider ourselves, you know, one part of, of that process. And how long does it typically take for the results to get back? Yeah, so we, you know, in our, our materials, we say 10 business days, uh, but typically it's a lot faster. Uh, so, yeah, once uh, a woman takes uh, her sample, she sends it back to the lab. Typically, it's, it's processed, uh, you know, with that day or, or the day after. And then, you know, we, we return results after they are reviewed by uh, a physician or, um, in some cases, multiple physicians. And so as soon as it goes through that process, we release those results and then provide all of the, the post-test counseling options and encourage her to, to share them with her doctor. And if the individual chooses to collect uh, their sample at home, um, I know there. I'm sure there's directions inside the box and in the testing kit. But 
what's that process typically like? Do they have to collect and send back all in the same day? And is that go through the postal service or is that like FedEx, UPS? Yeah, great question. So we, this is where we really, we, we did a lot of research. And so, uh, and in manufacturing the at home uh, collection kit to, to take your sample at home, we wanted to make sure that women had everything that they needed um, in the, the kit. So it's really, uh, once you get that, there there's no uh, drugstore runs that you need to do. Uh, everything's in that, that simple test, including uh, a shipping label with uh, a return address on it so you can mail the uh, card back to to our partner laboratory so that they can, can run the sample and then uh, report those results back to a physician and, and us, and we can return them back to the, the customer. So that process is... Um, uh, all included in, in the box, and yeah, that's a, a great question on, on shipping. You know, when, when building a company, <laughs> you don't have the right answer to, to everything. So uh, we had to get on the phone with FedEx, with UPS, with UPS uh, special, you know, division, um, DHL, everything to, to really just find, you know, the way that the most trusted solution uh, so that, you know, we could minimize you know, any types of, of errors along the way. And so we have tracking of all of these samples when they go back, where we spend we spend a lot of time on the phone with, with uh, USPS. <laughs> and how quickly after they uh, register on the website uh, will they receive a kit at home? Yeah, so it's typically within, you know, two to three days. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're in close communication with, with all of our customers. So if there's ever... Uh, a delay. Um, most of the kits we designed them so that they could just fit in your your mailbox or our post office slot. So it's uh, it's a pretty easy process. All right, and here's the big question. You mentioned earlier in your introduction that you got the bill for fifteen hundred dollars. Um, is insurance is this part covered by insurance? And if not, what's the uh, price to the individual trying to get the testing? Great question. So a huge part of, of why we started this company was really to, to focus on accessibility. And so we are trying, you know, every day to figure out how we can save more money on the testing and pass down uh, the, that savings to our, our customers. Because we, we truly believe that, you know, fertility screening, this type of testing should be as routine as a pap smear. And so today uh, the test is $199. Uh, included in that price are all of the, the testing, the customized reports, uh, the you know, informational consult with a fertility nurse if you have additional questions, access to our Aganar and our support team, our community. Uh, we, it really is um, you know, trying to, to just make sure you get all of your, your questions answered at that, that first stage. Uh, and then we do accept uh, FSA and HSA cards, uh, but we, we do encourage women to, to check with their providers before uh, because every every provider has different rules. Uh, but we're we're really focused on on making that price point, keeping that price point as as low as possible. Yeah, that sounds uh, amazing for most uh, individuals out there because. The cost of some of this blood work definitely, as you even mentioned with your own bill, can it can rocket into the hundreds of dollars and, and, and sometimes, unfortunately, even the thousands of dollars depending on what is done. Well, first, I have to say thank you. Do you guys have anything else that you'd like to add uh, before we conclude today? No, I, I think thank you so much for, for helping us spread the word. You know, we, we really started this company as uh, – 
to, to get the word out there. So we're a huge fan of your, your podcast and uh, just how you're disseminating fertility information. We, we think it's, it's great uh, and looking forward to, to just, yeah, tracking all of, of your progress as well. I've, I've listened to, to episodes on my, my way into work in the morning, and it just, it's, it's really refreshing. Well, thank you very much. We do appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. And uh, uh, I will be out at ASRM, so I'll look forward to seeing you both out there. Wonderful. Looking forward to, to meeting in person. All right. Have a great day. Thanks so much. If you've been trying to start your own family and haven't had success, you're not alone. Millions of people just like you are experiencing the same very personal and painful frustration. Infertility affects men and women equally. The Missouri Center for Reproductive Medicine, MCRM Fertility, can help. MCRM accepts most insurance and you don't need a referral. They offer the most advanced science and technology, including exclusive techniques and the embryo scope. Check them out at mcrmfertility.com. We send another thank you out to Carly and Afton with Modern Fertility for joining us today. Now I think there's really no reason for anybody to keep up to date on their fertility potential by having convenient and easy fertility screening right there at your own home in the convenience and quietness of your own home and with just a finger stick. So I encourage you to check out Modern Fertility at modernfertility.com. We're going to have the link also in our show notes. And you can catch up with all of our previous episodes of Focus on Fertility by visiting us at focusonfertility.net or by joining us each week via one of the great podcasting sources such as on Apple and Google Play, TuneIn Radio Network, Podcast One, and iHeartRadio. Until we talk once again next week, I'm wishing you the very best on your fertility journey.